Now it's time for the Consumer Fight Back Show. And here's your host, the credit master himself. Hello again and welcome back to uh, this episode of the Consumer Fight Back weekly podcast and 17-year-old radio talk show continuation. We are coming to you courtesy of First Stone Credit Counseling known as FSCC and the People's Credit Bureau, TPCB. Uh, For your information, believe it or not, the U.S. Treasury tells us that we at FSCC are one of the only two still approved, in other words, legal credit repairs and credit educators under those Consumer Credit Protection Act CCPA of 1968, series of eight consumer credit protection sublaws. So you need to know all this because the people with the money that are loaning it out for credit purposes, in other words, uh, want it to be very complex so that if you get in trouble, they know the rules and the poor consumer doesn't. You need some help and... Hiring an illegal is not going to be very good for you. They can't do what we can do. In fact, the other one that's legal was created by the so-called credit bureaus. And if you've heard some of the other podcasts, and we'll get around to it again because we get uh, emails and so forth, uh, we will be telling you a lot more about that. Anyway... We have been in the business a long time, and uh, we're very good at what we do. It's not free, but it's affordable. It's a whole lot cheaper and better than staying in trouble. And we have a guardian service, that's the People's Credit Bureau, which connects you up to some other good things that will help make your life better. Anyway, uh, you have finally found us. Let me give out our phone number. It's area code 972-235-1188. That's 972-235-1188. The website to learn lots about us, which is being updated as we talk, is firstthewordstonetheword.com. Firststone.com. And our email is the letters F. SCC at firststone.com and FSCC is First Stone Credit Counseling's first letter at firststone.com. With me today is JD, that lady with opinions, and the shadow, number two. So, JD? Well, hello. Hello to our listeners. And we want you to know that the Consumer Fight Back Report is the modern version of our First on Credit Counseling's 17 plus years on talk radio. And with 35 plus years experience educating and freeing consumers from economic bondage. And we want you to know that we're nationwide and that we have headquarters near a suburb of Dallas in a city called Plano, Texas. We continue to work on credit repair and credit education for consumers because it's really good for America. 
Now, Mr. D, today's topics are going to be regarding credit cards. And we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of credit cards. And we're going to also talk about are credit cards the same as money. And does a credit card have value? Okay, so let's begin with the good, the bad, and the ugly about credit cards. The good part, they're great to have in case of an emergency. They're often required to hold a reservation. A credit card has better protection than a debit card. A credit card is more convenient than cash. A credit card company may offer you bonuses, cash rebates, and flyer miles and things like that, specifically of uh, certain cards, certain companies. And credit cards used responsibly can build positive credit history. Now, let's talk about the bad part, okay? Credit cards used irresponsibly cause financial distress, and along with that, um, with that is emotional distress, and sometimes cause divorces, okay, unfortunately. The bad part about credit cards when they're used irresponsibly causes havoc on your credit file history at the credit reporting agencies. A credit card used irresponsibly costs you high interest rates. If you're going to buy a car, then you gotta have car insurance. Uh, maybe you're gonna rent an apartment, you're gonna get a loan at the bank or buy a house. No matter what, if you have not treated that credit card in a responsible way, you're going to end up paying more on interest on anything that you do. So, we would like to encourage you uh, to use some good credit card guidelines. Those credit card guidelines are several things that really help you uh, to keep that good credit history. One, if you can afford to do this, pay off your entire balance each month. Pay your bill on time. This is really important. Late payment history is a real ouch when it comes to your credit history. It's important for you to pay early and mail early. And we've just found out that the United States Post Office has made a statement that right now, first class mail is running one day behind. And then if you send something certified, okay, then it's gonna be two days behind, okay? So try to pay your bill, if you can, at least eight days early. I know that sounds like a lot, but by the time it travels and it gets to its location and they get it and, and mark it that it's there and they open it and then they get to the point where they have to put it in the system, a lot of days transpire. Another guideline is apply for credit cards that you need. Think about that. Do you really need this credit card when you're applying for it, okay? Keep track of your charges, very important. Because then you save your receipts and then when that statement comes in, open that statement right away and check it to make sure 
if those are all of your charges. Okay, now here's a list about avoiding the foreign habits. Making late payments, paying only the minimum payment, exceeding your credit limit, that's a big ouch, charging items you can't afford to pay off immediately, owning too many credit cards, and opening a department store credit card. And I'd like to, to give a little bit more information on that. When you open a credit store credit card, you are going to get a higher interest rate than if you went home that same day and called that store uh, headquarters and opened up a card then. And that's the way they do it because you're having the convenience of getting that card right then. Okay, they will pull a credit report on you and then you can charge that purchase. And a lot of times they'll give you 10% or 15% off just because you opened up that card. But it's to their advantage because they get a higher interest rate on you. So that's one of the things that you want to think about when you're in a department store. Sometimes convenience is not the thing to do, okay? And sometimes it costs you more, okay? I wanted to also talk about paying only the minimum payment. So if you pay more than the minimum payment, then it helps with your scoring system. So try to do that. It doesn't have to be a whole lot more than the minimum payment, but it, it does help to, to uh, exceed that, that uh, number that's on there. <clears throat> now, Mr. D, our next um, topic is, is a credit card the same as money? This was really interesting looking this up because it says, you know, when you pay with cash, you make your purchase, you hand over the cash, you take your goods, and you leave, and you're done. You're finished. But when you pay with the credit card, you are borrowing money from someone else, that's usually the bank, to make your purchase, and you have to pay the bank back the amount of the purchase plus interest that the bank is charging you for the convenience of using that credit card. Well, you only pay interest if you don't pay it off when the next bill comes. So like you said uh, in your earlier dissertation, if you pay the card off every month, then what you're getting is what I like to do, <clears throat> which is I use the credit card you don't want to use a debit card, and I'll tell you why in a minute. The banks want you to use a debit card, but credit cards have federal protection where debit cards do not. In other words, there's laws about what credit cards can do, and they can do to you about it that aren't the same for debit cards. So I like to pay with a credit card for several reasons. One reason is... If I pay it all off at the end of the month, I've used their money essentially free, unless I'm paying an annual payment for credit card. And anymore, there's not many credit cards that you have to pay an annual payment for, unless you had really bad credit to get in. Okay? So I also get a receipt, which I take home and I put in a file. So when that bill comes, I can compare 
one with the other. Another good situation about it is if I buy something that's not as represented, it's a lot easier to take it back and get your money back. In fact, you can get your money back up to six months in many cases. So credit cards are really good. There is a bad side to credit cards, as uh, J.D. said, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the ugly side is somebody can steal your credit card number. Several ways to do it. One is they have a device, they tell me, that can walk up behind you and it can electronically steal your credit card. And they can go charge things to you. But you have an out there, and if you don't know what to do, you call First Stone Credit Counseling, and we'll get you out of that jam, okay? It's too complex to put on the podcast radio talk show. Now, by the way, uh, we have been approached by a nationwide uh, radio complex, as uh, lots of stations around the country to be their credit experts, okay? And you'll find out by listening to us and uh, if you hire us as to why we're the only one that you want. The other one uh, was created as a credit uh, collector to help sell credit reports by the credit bureaus, so-called credit bureaus. I say so-called credit bureaus because the law calls them consumer reporting agencies, but they didn't like that, as you've probably heard me say if you've been listening for a while, because they wanted to have more authority like Federal Bureau of, so Credit Bureau, sounds like federal government, really important, huh? But they're actually for-profit entities, and some are publicly traded. Anyway, more about them later and other times. But credit cards are very good. You don't want too many, but uh, you want enough to make life easier for you. So if you use them right, you get to use the money for 20, 30 days. And you get to build up your credit. Uh, As we said in another show, you don't want to grow beyond 35% or a third of your line of credit because if you keep doing that, they tend to rate you down for that. Yeah, they don't advertise that. So as you become uh, a happy camper with them, so to speak, they are going to raise your line of credit. So you'll spend more because they like to sell more. The beautiful thing about credit cards for people selling on credit is you get to sell more because you can afford it now or you get it now to use and you pay for it later and they can charge you interest on the money. So forth. Now, Even though we pay the credit card off and there's no annual fee, they have several ways of making money from the creditors, believe it or not. Yes. So if you get in trouble, 
Uh, call for Stone, 972-235-1188. Or go to the website and tell us you want us to call you back and when would be a good time. Give us two. And that's FSCC, Foxtrot, Sierra, Charlie, Charlie, and Pilot Talk. Or the first letter of First Stone Credit Counseling. At first, the word stonetheword.com. Okay. So that kind of covers that, J.D.? Well, I wanted to kind of finish up before we move to the next topic. Is that The benefit of using a credit card is that you can have that item now. But remember, the chickens will always come home to roost, and that means that the mail person will always be bringing that credit card bill to your mailbox, <clears throat> and the convenience of using that credit card is now a reality, and the bill must be paid. Oh, yeah. I wanted to inject something about the post office. They're claiming a day late, but as J.D. told you, you're better off to get in the habit of paying them eight to ten days early. And if you get in the habit of doing that, it'll be just like paying it like uh, a few days early. Because if the post office makes a mistake, that's not you. And if you send it in and it still gets there late, it's not your fault. And the people that issue the credit cards, they know how this works. Uh, if they try to take you to court on something like that, you call us. Because we have people that work here that are experts in the courtroom. They're going to get to tell that story, whether the other side likes it or not. And a jury is probably going to rule for you. Yes. In fact, they may tend to punish the other side for trying to flim-flam you, uh, which is called deception. Another word for that is fraud. Okay? So anyway, I like it because, hey, I get to take the product home. I get to see if it's as represented. And if it does what it says then I can uh, pay for it and I get to use their money for a while. And if something happens to it down the road before six months are up and it doesn't have a shorter warranty, then I can send it back. Isn't that great? Yeah. So go ahead, J.D. Okay, now, we also uh, wanted to talk about does a credit card have value? Well, the value of money, of course, is determined by the demand for it. So money acts as a standard of value by making it easy for consumers to compare the value of the goods that they're going to purchase. So money has three properties, store of value, unit of account, and medium of exchange. Now, in running across this, I found something that was really interesting, and so I think you would enjoy knowing this, about dollar bills. Dollar bills are worth a lot of money. So <laughs> get your purse out, bill fold, and see if you have any dollar bills, because if you have a dollar bill that has seven or eight numbers of the same number, like eight, 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 or double squad numbers like 444 and 0000, you have a rare dollar bill that's worth serious money. So, 
that's something for you to uh, work on. Okay. It's a little extra just in case. <laughs> little tidbit there. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now we need to talk about the ugly, Mr. D. Okay. What do you want to say about the ugly? <laughs> well, don't we have the a... temptation of wanting to buy things that maybe you wouldn't buy? Well, it seems like that you don't we have, have to pay. A, someone that called us that had a problem because they had allowed someone to use their credit card. Oh, you mean uh, the lawsuit that oh, yeah. came in this week? Oh yeah, and this is this is oh oh this is sad. Well, we have a, a individual that's a client that got sued this week. He had another individual that he owed some money to, and so he allowed him to be a signer on the credit card. But he did not allow the credit card company to change the maximum limit of the card. <clears throat> the limit of the card was $5,000, we'll say. But the other guy ran the card up to $27,000. The credit card company didn't stop it, didn't notify the guarantor, the original cardholder, that this was going on until suddenly he gets this big bill. Well, that's not correct because if you go over the limit, why would you allow that if you have a limit? So anyway, he came to us about this problem. The guy that ran over the limit said, well, he had inherited, a, he was going to inherit a bunch of money, but it never came through. Hmm. So anyway, uh, we uh, had a conversation for our client because we have power of attorney and some other paperwork that's important. And went to them and told them that uh, shame on them for allowing this to happen. And from now on to contact us, well, they didn't do that. And that violates federal law. So, yes, they went and sued him, thinking that maybe we don't know better. Most consumers wouldn't know better, but we do. So... He now has an opportunity to fight back using that same court system because he not only is going to answer the lawsuit, this particular court he's probably going to need a lawyer for, but he's going to have our experts to tell the jury because he's going to demand a jury trial as anybody can in America. Did you know that? If you get sued or you sue somebody, you can demand a jury trial. And who are jury people? Well, they're people that go vote. More responsible is what it says, supposedly. And there's a lot more about that, but we're not lawyers. Although we know a lot about it from being in the courtroom with lawyers in different courts around the country, so forth and so on. So going to have an opportunity to not only fight this, but to file what's called a counterclaim. Because the other side has responsibilities 
And if you're a company that's got uh, several million credit cards out there, uh, if our expert explains that you do, uh, then you certainly ought to know a lot about what to do. And you certainly wouldn't allow something like this to happen. Basically, when so-called credit bureaus charge and beat you up for going over the limit. It's a big deal, isn't it, J.D.? It certainly is. Yes. It certainly is. And so if you're out there listening and you have a, a situation that you're very concerned about, give us a call. I want to give you our phone numbers. It's area code 972-235-1188. Or you can email us at FSCC, that's F is in Frank, S is in Sam, C is in Charlie, C is in Charlie, at first, spelled out, stone.com. And we want you to remember that we are nationwide and that we have clients all over the United States and that we can help you with your situation. So give us a call and let's talk about it and let's tell you how we can help you. Now, Mr. D., do you want to tell a little bit more about First Home Credit Counseling and how it charges and, and how we uh, can explain it's saving them money? Well, we have the authority of the United States government's law, which is operated through the Treasury, the people with the money. The people who also run the only collection agency the United States government has. And many people say, do you have a collector? I said, perhaps you'll recognize the initials. It's called IRS. And, uh, oh, we know about them, yes. Uh, they're not somebody you really want to get crossways with if you can help it. Okay? So, uh, Yes, they are the guys. We also noticed, because of my former uh, position in the airline industry, that there are a couple of federal agencies that, that salute the Treasury. One is called CIA, or Central Intelligence Agency, and the other is an arch enemy of theirs. They don't like each other because they're competitors called Federal Bureau of Investigation, or FBI. Yes, they don't like each other. They compete, so they say. We've now been told, though, that recently, watch out, they've been corrupted, or they wouldn't have had all these problems trying to get rid of the last president with phony situations. Evidently, Washington is turned into a bigger swamp as we've heard, and it used to be. So watch out, and so forth. But yes, the Treasury is a very important organization, and we are approved by them with their blessing, and we've been doing it many, many years since that approval came along. And we're also in compliance with all the other laws and the original Consumer Credit Protection Act, eight sub-laws, were enacted in 1968. The Credit Repair Organization Act, or CROA, is the acronym, uh, was enacted April 1st 
1997. There were 24 approved, 12 were banks. Eight of those went out of business in the mortgage bubble of 2008 and 9, and none of them ever did it. 18 years later, there were only two of us left. The one the credit bureaus created in 71, which was created as a collector, not your uh, best friend, probably, and us. So we're consumer advocate, second chance givers. Uh, it's hard for a anybody to say you don't deserve a second chance, okay? We're not the third chance company. How do we charge? Well, there's four levels of difficulty. Some things are simple, some are average, some are difficult, and some are really difficult, okay? And if we're going to get you out of trouble, the government says we're supposed to be smart enough to know that we need to get you out of all the credit bureau trouble, not just one item or two items, if you've got more, or we're not doing our job right. So we need to clean it all up and... It's going to take, depending on how much trouble you have, anywhere from 90 to 120 days to probably two years. The really, really difficult ones could take up to two and a half. But the penalties, if you don't, is you're going to have bad credit for seven years. Some items are 10, some are 15, and many of them can be renewed toward the end. In fact, the other side's great. Hey, just send me a little bit and uh, we'll get you started again. Of course, the bad news is going to stay on for another 7, 10, or 15 years when you do that. So how many years are you going to work? when you? Let's say you went to college and got out at 22. You're going to retire maybe because now it won't be 65. Maybe it'll work till 70. If you're like us, uh, we like having something to do, so we'll want to work a lot longer because we've learned along the way some of our clients are old, and if you quit working, usually you depart the planet. So keeping busy uh, is more fun than sitting around, maybe. Okay, now, Mr. D, I want to again say that we are nationwide and that we have clients all over the United States. And I want everybody to know that this work, this credit restoration work, can be done totally by mail. Okay, so if you're in Kalamazoo somewhere and you have a problem, we can definitely well, work on your problem. But let me also- clarify that here. <laughs> the telephone, the internet, and the mail. Okay, we have to talk to you, not just done by mail or email. We will have to talk to you occasionally, yeah, we too. Use, we use the telephone. <laughs> and it's not just the U.S. We have had clients that are in the military. So I've had a couple of them that have been in Japan. I've had uh, some others that have been in other parts of the world. So whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, you're welcome, though, to come to our office in Plano, Texas. And you're welcome to fly in here or drive in if you want. Uh, truck drivers 
Uh, don't want to pick on the truck drivers much, but they make a lot of money, and a lot of them have credit problems. And they tend to want to drive in and see us. Well, we also want you to know that talking sometimes about your credit issue with other people is not always easy, maybe a little embarrassed, but we want you to know that in our 35 plus years in this business, we have heard it all. Okay, There's, we've heard about every situation out there. So you're not alone, so please feel comfortable and give us a call at 972 area code 235-1188 or you can do or uh, contact us through the uh, email fscc at first spelled out stone.com not firestone okay sometimes we get that we hear we sell a lot of tires too so far we haven't been uh given any uh uh, I've called Firestone a couple of times and they said, yes, it's true, <laughs> but uh, they haven't given us any free tires for all that work. Shame on them. So uh, anyway, uh, you now have a good idea of uh, what can be done and why with different situations. So uh, that's about it. For this week. Yeah, it's, yeah, so if anything that we've said has prompted you uh, to call us, you know, please uh, let us hear from you, okay? And we appreciate you joining us today, talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly of those credit cards. So what we'll probably be doing soon is going to a combined live on the radio, live on the pod. Of course, the pod is kept... Uh, on the website, you can go to firststone.com and click on the icon and hear any or all the pods. And you'll be able to tune in on your smartphone or your radio and hear the show and call in and ask a question if you want. And check your dollar bills. Yeah, get those <laughs> ones with uh, worth a lot of money. <laughs> Okay, well, that's it for today, I think. Uh, Shadow, you got anything? Nope. Nothing from the Shadow. Any more from you, J.D.? No, just uh, everybody check your dollar bills because that would be a fun thing to do. Okay. Take care. Take care. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.